I want to buy BTS. They are very popular now. This program contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> this show is behind the shem shemas schemes. I'll give you a choice. Either put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. Yeah, it's a nasty scheme. You maniac! What is a man? You blew it up! Damn you! A miserable little pile of secrets! Damn you all to hell! What is BTS? When we are successful, we will be. We have a real chance of this. Our patience is wearing thin. Wait, who's Oliver North? What? I can't believe you kids don't know about the great patriot Ollie North. In the 80s, there was Cold War drama. We fought the commies inside Nicaragua. Our friends were the Contras. Freedom was their mantra, so we sent them lots of money for guns and landmines. But Congress stopped the Contra money flow. Just cause they moved a teeny bit of blow But then a hero came forth His name was Oliver North He and Reagan went around the sissy congress Holly North, Holly North You see, North secretly sold missiles to a harmless country called Iran That would always be a grateful ally Then he gave the profits to the conference Genius! The sales were uncovered oh. by the press. <laughs> Reagan and North well, began to stress. Because what they did was technically high treason. But it was totally justified. North volunteered to take the blame. To save Reagan from prison rape's shame. The truth he did bury with his hot secretary. Thanks to her shredder. He got off totally scot-free Holly North, Holly North He's a soldier and a hero and a novelist And now he's on Fox News Crap, that's the end <gasps> Wow, I just learned while I was being entertained the history never ends. This is episode 131 of Behind the Schemes for December 19th, 2022. One day I'll be one of those famed writers of history. This is Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And all the way from the Bereft Coast where we created Reagan. My name is Lavish. We did that. We, we did that, my guy. When you think of Reagan, you think of this face. <laughs> Wherever you see Reagan, you'll see this face. That's right. And uh, 
Uh, oh, what's what's that over your... Oh. Jesus, we're trying to open up the basement door. We got we got two very close friends, dear, dear, dear folks to this show. None oh. other than Malachi and Monty, who started off this show with me, uh, are here tonight with us. What's up, everyone? And we also we also got uh, as I was trying to open up that door, somebody was running across the room. Um, it was Servo. Servo's running across the room with a hatchet, trying to, uh, hey, do you like Huey Lewis in the news? One of the goats that we have here. Four is one of uh, Servo's favorite albums. <laughs> well, it's been. Uh, we were talking about this on the pre-show. It's been about ninety-nine episodes since. Uh, both of y'all have been here, uh, so it's been a long while, but we're yeah. super, super glad to have you back. Yeah, me too, man. It feels really nice. I didn't, uh, didn't come visit you guys. This will do for now. It's a little on the snowy side for that at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think I heard you say negative 50. Uh, later this week, allegedly, legend has it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, it's uh, 50 plus here in Georgia. Wow. Not bad. Uh, I'd take that. I'd take that. That's not bad. Not bad at all. Well, how are you doing, Malachi? I'm doing great. Doing great. You know, I fucked up my knee a little bit recently and had to go to the doctor and uh, they put me on all kinds of fucked up drugs and that shit fucked me all up. So now I'm getting off of that and I'm getting back on the regular drugs. Ooh, yeah, it's feeling That's good. you know, it's just it man, it messes you up, you know. I, I got on like I had like sciatic nerve shit, so they put me on like a <clears throat> steroid and uh, you know pain pills. I don't even know, you know. It, God, just I'm still not right, still not right. Yeah, you get hooked to that stuff. Yeah, it's uh yeah. not not good, man. Not good. Good for you anyway. for for weaning off of it or getting off of it you know i mean i don't like to be on it but uh, i had to do something i i i'd fucked my knee up and then I, like the, the sciatic nerve came in and i couldn't move yeah you know it was uh it, it was pretty bad <laughs> and uh so they laid me up for a, about four or five days and then i've been i'm about four or five days now getting off of it <laughs> or well about three or four days actually yeah, the steroids are no joke. I was uh I had a small amount that I had to take for some bug bite and it was it wasn't even that much. I still felt like I was just really jacked up, just ready to go. Uh I'm going to shed this skin suit and just run around in my muscle costume. <laughs> He's going to approach his final form. <laughs> this is my final form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the the good pain takes the good drugs. So, you gotta, you gotta yes. do the good stuff sometimes. Yeah, yeah, shit happens, man. All I did, I bumped my knee. I like just bumped my knee, you know. So I bumped my knee, setting up some risers, and uh, and then the knee blew up. It just like all this fluid went to the knee. Uh, they thought uh, they were gonna have to do maybe an MRI, um, and all this stuff. But I think I'm not gonna have to do that now. So. You don't have to go in there and drain it. That sounds <laughs> like yeah, I've quite got the experience. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that's 
Uh, I don't know if I'm totally out of the woods yet on it, but we'll see. Well, karma to yeah. you. Health and karma. Yeah, four roses uh, bourbon is making it feel pretty damn good right now. Uh, a medicine is uh, old and true as time. I have another shot that might help. <laughs> Just put uh, me down, man. Old yellow, I believe is the term. Take me out back and old yellow my ass. Hmm. I believe it's pronounced old yellow. <laughs> I I don't know about that. You can't you might not allowed to say that anymore? Ooh, this old yellow. Is that racist or something? I don't know. Probably I I would imagine so. Well, we have uh we have stuck to a format for a fairly consistent amount of time now and uh we we've started kicking the show off by reading off some tarot cards and Malachi, you've been here for the uh on the couple of times that we'd started doing that and uh tonight it just kind of popped out of the deck as i was shuffling it it is the reversed six of wands from the line strider tarot deck uh and this art right off the bat you can check it out at our show notes zososcorner.substack.com uh this has got kind of like a, a very Roman feel to it. It's this marble white statue of a man holding this uh, flag that's uh, furled up along with, uh, what is that, five other rods and a... And the wreath of victory. Yeah, the wreath. It's very interesting. I feel like we've had a, a, a lot of uh, Greek and Roman themes as of late. Yeah, I think so, too. This guy is kind of, yeah. He himself is a pillar, much like the wand. He is the wand. Six of wands? That is correct. A, a reversed one. Uh, so, yeah. so, some general key words about this card. Achievement, recognition, acknowledgement, praise, pride, and reward. Uh, but this ended up being a reverse card. Uh, the reversed meaning of this card is arrogance, overconfidence, and simply abomination. It's great to be proud of what you've done, but bragging won't bring you many friends or keep you on track. Tactfully adjust the balance between self-assertion and bragging. Be proud and candid about the value of things you mention, uh, but don't let your laurels shadow other people. Shadow what they possess and shadow things which can contribute to their work or relationships. Ooh, shadows. <laughs> shadows. Already, I can already taste the uh the theme for tonight. That mm. will that will pair well with one of the uh one of the clips that I have prepared for you. I like to balance between light and shade. Uh, according to the David DeAngelis book, the reverse six of wands says uh, this this card suggests there's danger that recent success might only be fleeting. Having put so much of yourself into a project or goal, it's important to maintain momentum. While it is tempting to put your feet up and pat yourself in the back, resist. It's grace that all the elements have come together to act in your favor. Everything is about timing. Interesting. There you go. It kind of relates to what you just said. 99% of all jokes is exactly timing. <laughs> get him out of here get him out of here now get this guy off the stage you're never working in this town again uh, i i would have to explain it to you after the show um now uh malachi and monty i i just emailed you a copy of the uh show notes for tonight if you wanted to check them out 
Um, and be sure to get in the chat room. It's uh, badradio.live. There's the enter the green room button. You can click on it and uh, it'll pop you straight into the uh, IRC chat room that we have. IRC.zeronode.net hashtag green room. Uh, you got anything else for the tarot card there, Lavish? I do not, uh, but just that the six of wands is typically the, the victor card. Somebody comes in and is, uh, you know, they're getting public praise for accomplishments. They're returning home from war victorious. And the six of wands reversed can mean the negative or the, the, the dark aspect of that, but it can also mean internal victories as well as public ones. So you could have, I think, when I see this, the Six of Wands reversed, it could be a great victory that you have had internally that isn't, that is, is a private victory. Yeah, so it, it kind of, there. there's this sort of pageant, pageantry vibe that this particular card gives me. Mm. Uh, sort of. Uh, it's kind of like the, you know, how the Democrats won with FDX by fighting that, Sending all that money to Ukraine, but then getting all the money back, you know? Mm-hmm. It yeah. prints itself. Boomerang economics. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to do it. Slings it there. The, uh, that tarot card, like I said, it's up at the top of our show notes, zososcorner.substack.com. <laughs> we do the show live every Monday night at 7.30, 9.30, 10.30 Eastern, respectively. You can tune in over at badradio.live or behindtheschemes.com, S-C-H-3-M-3-S. And uh, come hang out on the Mastodon that we got, spook.social. We got that rocking and rolling. Fisker's Whiskers, I I just want to give him special thanks if he's listening. Uh, Him, uh, well, Servo and and him had a, a solution to figure out the storage issues that we were having on the uh on the server there so they got it they got it working everything's spick and span uh, now yep sweet thank you it was all that remote data from other servers that was clogging up the pipes uh, can't be can't be picking up all that remote data no sir and uh we got a couple of uh new boostagram sounds for tonight uh have y'all have y'all caught up on any of the uh the boost and stuff Monty or Malachi? I'm not. Um, I have not. You did send me the the link. Uh, uh, I don't know. Please talk. <laughs> please talk. <laughs> please, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Did Monty mute himself? Hmm. Clean feet is saying so. The uh, so. A boostergram is a micropayment of Bitcoin that you can send to a podcast or any other person that's got a lightning address in uh, almost real time. It is pretty fast, and there's a ton of new podcast apps that utilize podcasting 2.0 features. And you can find all of those over at nudepodcastapps.com, like takeyourclothesoffpodcastapps.com. And when you go and you fill up your wallet, your Bitcoin wallet, in this app, you can send this show or any other show that's got value-enabled streaming set up, you can send them micropayments of Bitcoin, uh, either like a permanent stream or in a larger lump sum type deal. Wow. It's pretty cool, right? Pretty neat. 
And we got a couple uh, already coming in for tonight. We had 13,100 uh, sats from Bully Steed saying BTS Roots episode boost. Yeah, damn Bully Steed. Thank you, Dale. And that Is that was the, the big one. I'm sorry, I'm catching up now. Uh, it's not the biggest one that we've had for this evening. Um, Chicken. And that was through found. So we had 6666 uh, from Servo through CurioCaster saying, I want to buy BTS. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. I want to buy BTS. <laughs> yeah. Of course. They are so popular. They're very popular now. <laughs> not anymore. Now they're serving time. <laughs> high treason. High treason. Technically high treason. Uh, I should also say that I was able to figure out a way to get new um, murder implementations set up for the goats. So, depending on... Uh, well, excuse me. Let me back up there for a second. When you boost 6666 Satoshis to this show, you have one of three ways of murdering a goat. That's right. Before we only had <clears throat> the one way we would we would uh, you know take the knife to it, uh, you know, and, and just this one very specific way that it would produce the same noise every time. But now, but now we're gonna we're gonna change it up ways. a little bit. Yeah, it's a yeah. three way. <laughs> there's a three three way. <laughs> there's options. <laughs> Man, you guys are really pushing the limits. That's great. Oh, pushing the the limits of goat technology. That's right. Uh, by my count over the weekend, I, I tallied up some uh, data sets that I had, and I was able to uh, estimate roughly 293 goats had been slaughtered prior to this uh, to, to tonight's production, and about 25 of those had been um, sewn back together and mm -hmm. filled up with their internal organs and sent back to the end of the line. And yeah, they're in the back of the line right now. Yeah. Uh, well, they're probably making their way through, actually. It won't be long. <laughs> it won't be long at all. <laughs> Should actually double oh. uh, double check these numbers. Uh, 293 Almost 300 goats. goats. Yeah, 24 sewn back together. That means there was 269 goat carcasses laying here in the green room. 269? Nice. Yeah, dirty. Perfect. It, it doesn't even look dirty at all, though. No, it's because we've we've. Uh, it's just part of like the laminate of the room, like on the floor and the walls. It's just like literally plastered on. It's just part it's of good. the aesthetic. And uh, to actually to help with the the cleanup, we ended up taking some of the show donations and invested in a cute little electric forklift. I don't, I don't know if you guys had a chance to check that out. Um. But yeah, we got a forklift to help get all these goats cleared out of the out of here. So mm -hmm. th th that'll be kind of working in tandem with the sewing department. <laughs> the department of sewing, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Billy's right though, we shouldn't turn on the black light. It looks clean, but as soon as you turn on the black light, then it's a different story. The which one? Oh, we so I uh we should we should continue on with these boostograms from tonight. We had sixty six six sixty six. That Ooh. is five sixes from Ooh. 
See Brooklyn 112. See Brook. Yeah, dude. Six, 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 six. Big Bala saying a little summon for your Satan stocking. Be a curio caster. You, you stocking stuff for you. Thank you, See Brooklyn 112. And he said a little, oh, yeah, you just read that. Hell yeah, Satan stocking. <laughs> yeah. A little stocking stuff, stuff stocking. Nice. Seabrook. Much job, much bless, and a, and a Merry Xmas to you. Uh, we had 420. Oh, I wonder if C. Brooklyn's in Brooklyn. Ooh. Wouldn't it be funny if his name is C. Brooklyn or, or whoever they are, C. Brooklyn, but they're, they're not actually in Brooklyn? It would be quite the mind fuck. Yeah. It'd be a perfect way to throw the feds off. <laughs> They'll never boost me. You'll never miss me alive, copper. I was never a boost me alive. fancy type Satanist. I'm not accusing C. Brooklyn 112 of being a Satanist, by the way. No, no. I mean, not that maybe they are, but I'm sure they'd be a real one of the clean types. Though. One of those fancy types. I and I believe that catches us up. Uh, yeah, because I was I was uh, in here doing some work on the goats over the weekend. Oh, excuse me, I'm I'm lying. We had sixty nine sixty nine from Sir Spencer. Uh, he was boosting episode one twenty nine. He said, "Been meaning to send you these drops. They keep piling up." And he sent me a zip folder. Um, are you ready for the trench run? The trench run. Yeah, <laughs> he sent a uh, he sent a slew of Lorian and Spencer isos. It was a day full of mistakes for this dick, Dick King. Died suddenly, perhaps. Don't jinx it. <laughs> this isn't a fucking ad. Don't take no shit. Won't be no shit. <laughs> Feels good, man. Yeah. Feels good, man. Look who's the big swinging dick can rewrite history. Feels good, man. <laughs> More for the collection. Yes, the collection never ends. Thank you, Sir Spencer and DeLorean. They host bowl after bowl every Tuesday night. And that catches us up, I believe, uh, from last week. Gorgeous. Well, thanks for the boost, everybody. We always appreciate any support we get. We are value for value production, which means we don't have ads. We don't have any corporate sponsorship of any kind. And that's why we can talk about just about whatever we want to talk about. And we don't have to do any lame ass reads. You know, I, I have a, uh, a friend who, who listens to podcasts. She told me that she is having trouble listening to podcasts these days. Ever since she started listening to ours. Because all the other ones have ads. That's it, and- baby. And it's just, and if you, by the way, if you are listening to this show and you do hear an ad, well, then you're getting ripped off and so are we because we have nothing to do with it. So somebody's making money off our product without our consent. So there you go. Yeah. Sue them. No, no bueno. My guess is that would tell me you're not listening to the show in a nude podcast app. No, you're listening to it in some weird corporate McDonald's app. Yeah. You got to get the good stuff. Uh, do you do you want me to read out these uh, the new boost numbers for tonight? Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, you can check these out in the top of the show notes again. Uh, the new boostograms through IRC uh, Cacophony is 1621. We got a 4110. Uh, that that will uh, that'll get you on the forklift to to assist with cleanup. 
5555. Uh, you can censor us now in real time. Um, Finally. <laughs> 15,100. Knock it out. And uh, we got a we got a big baller one finally one million satoshis. Finally, yeah, we've got one for the one million mark. It's exciting. It's finally coming together. The parallel in the real world is this is no different than a shooting gallery that you would find at the state fair. Mm-hmm. One of those little IR uh, uh, kind of Wild West shooting galleries. Yep, yep. That's the way you do it. The sideshow classic. Yep. Sideshow classic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yes, that's perfect. So good. Um, but yeah, if you wanna if you wanna help make this show yours, you can always go over to badradio.live and uh, start producing a podcast. It's a lot of fun. This isn't a fucking ad for real. The uh, what are you predicting? Death and destruction. Do a commercial. You're off the artistic roll call. Every word you say is suspect. You're a corporate whore and, uh, end of the story. Put on your 3D glasses now. Take no shit. What the fuck am I supposed to find? Moonbeams, bitch. I wish I could help you, Lorian. <laughs> if you Me know, too. if you know where to find moonbeams, you can always call in six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Leave yourself a scream mail. That's right, six one two two six three seven nine nine nine. Leave us a scream mail. Send us a text. Yeah, you can always text this number. Send in pictures, or if you don't feel like uh, screaming in, uh, that is totally an option. We're I don't. Do you remember which episode we started doing that? The, uh, the phone lines? The phone lines? Uh, for some reason, my brain wants to tell me this in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. These are 60s. Well, this uh, yeah. Well, this should be fresh for y'all. Uh, here's our first one. Oh, man! So excited! So excited! Lavish and Booberry, my fan of the Frozen Tundra. You know... Man, you guys are back in the saddle again. Woohoo! Yeah, oh boy. Anyway, um, yeah, so just got done running and it was like cold, cold, well, cold days, whatever, cold outside. I think like 30s or something. I'm not sure exactly. Higher 30s, not frozen. Cause, you know, there's no icicles on Mondays, but, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, and then I went inside for like 20 minutes, whatever, sort of thing, and then I walked back out and, go to the garage and it was just like ah because still kind of sweaty and you know it's cold so yeah so anyway all right well you guys gotta stay dangerous and i love you guys and caca caca caller thank you yes thank you uh Bells for calling <laughs> stay, uh, stay dangerous <laughs> stay dangerous my friends <laughs> Yeah, y'all, y'all uh, how, do, how do y'all like that? You're super sweaty, and then you step out, and it's icy cold out there, and just your your outer layer sticks to your other outer layer, and then you got two layers <laughs> merged into one, biting you, freezing you. The singularity is occurring. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, 612-263-7999. Uh, give us a call and leave a screen mail. 
The um, so I don't know. Uh, we got a couple of stories that we could get into for tonight. Um, you didn't have any other clips other than the intermission, right? That's right. Oh, do uh, do you want to go first for this evening, or? Uh, sure, I really just brought one thing, uh, in particular because I figured with the four of us, it'd be just fine. Uh. Yeah, we were both drawn to an article that uh, was brought to our attention by Dame Bully Steed, other than Dame Bully Steed herself. And uh, if you look in the show notes, you can check it out at sososcorner.substack.com. Camera camo. Uh, <laughs> there are $71 coats made in China that make you invisible to AI security cameras. Uh, AI security cameras are, are becoming more common. And AI security cameras aren't really, I think it's a false title for them, because they're not really AI. It's not like they're sentient cameras. <laughs> for now. That, I mean, for now. <laughs> I just think it's a little misleading to call them AI security. What they are is that they're, they're advanced security cameras that have software in them that allows them to pick up uh, license plates they can identify you they can they can determine if the object that they're filming is a human being or a car they have algorithms in them that can they can kind of you know figure out what you are and who you are quickly and uh, and store that information so it's it's a big security thing and china loves them of course china has these security cameras all over the place so that they can monitor everyone and everything all the time Students in China have invented a $71 invisibility cloak that hides wares from these security cameras. Uh, to the naked eye, it looks like any other ordinary camouflage pattern coat. However, during the day, the coat's customized camouflage prints are designed through an algorithm uh, that effectively blinds visible light cameras. At night, the coat's embedded thermal devices emit unusual heat signals to confuse infrared cameras. Um... So they have, I guess, a camouflage that visually confuses the camera, and then they have the the thermal, the heat element to it, so that when the camera looks at you, it goes, oh, that's not giving off heat in the way that a human being would. So the camera technically can see you, but it doesn't identify you as a human being. Yeah, it's kind of like a shark and seals and people. They just yeah. see something out there. It's like, yeah, that's probably a seal. Let's swim up. Take a bite? Yeah. Or like Brad Pitt. You know, they say that Brad Pitt has a disease where, like, he, he can't recognize, like, everybody looks, like, the same to him. Like, faces are all the same to him. I did not know this. He has face, heard? face blind. Well, I guess, is that face blindness, or is that something else? I think it's face blindness. I could be wrong. But from what I've heard, maybe, maybe it's just a story, but I've, as I understand it, I think to him everybody's just the same. <laughs> Which is <laughs> <Just> pretty wild. <laughs> That's a very convenient uh, case for a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, is that just a symptom of stardom, or it'd be funny if it, if it just was a? It's a chronic a, condition, you know. A, that he's a coping had. mechanism. Like he's uh, met and shook so many hands that everyone's literally the same now. <laughs> I like the idea that you know he's Brad Pitt, right? He can have any woman he wants in the world and they all look the same to him. <laughs> I don't think it would get much better than that. Uh, that's funny. 
Well, sorry, Brad. Didn't mean to bring it up. I know Brad listens to the show, so sorry about that, man. Big fan. Big, <clears throat> big fan. Big fan of the show, Brad Pitt. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, won't come on the show, though. So, anyway, let's see what we got here. Researchers, of course, this was uh, put on... This guy made this, the student, and then he put it into some sort of competition uh, that was hosted by... Uh, what's it called? We were Huawei, 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 Huawei. That's it. So Huawei is probably in a position to take this technology and uh, probably just <laughs> use it to patch the holes in the in the problems in the camera. You know, yeah. just learn from it and make a better camera. Oh yeah, this that- is the hottest algo on algo action you could ever want. Uh, that's yeah. that's what I was the whole. The thing that threw me about this article for a minute was like, okay, uh, so they made something so AI won't detect people, but then Huawei, uh, you know, they won, gave them a first prize, and um, they're part of the Communist Chinese Party. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, uh, so, but I think that's a good way of going with it. Oh, yeah, they're like, hey, that's a good job there. We can take this and... um, you know, uh, reverse engineer it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so we can uh, make sure we arrest all of you for sneaking out at night. <laughs> yeah, this won't stand. <laughs> we can't have this. Absolutely and not. <laughs> Coming to an America near you soon. <laughs> Coming to, to a China near you sooner. They got the, the streamlined yes. situation that China can come in and nationalize any any company can come in and take anything. Just say, well, yep, communist first, first, man. That's the, yeah. the you know the party first. Party it's not first. Too, too far away from it here. Yeah. Sweet honorable mandate from heaven, Xi Jinping, great father. All for him. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping. Ha <laughs> ha. All right, we're gonna we're gonna uh, blurt all that out. We're gonna beep all that out. Fifty-five, fifty-five. You could, uh, <laughs> you could censor lavish live on the air. <laughs> censor me harder, please. Damn, where do I? Do- Let's see. Let me donate. <laughs> You're like, where do I sign up? <laughs> Party first, freedom later, my guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way we have found for you to censor us. Fifty-five, fifty-five sats. <laughs> he just made more money right- than ever. Just. Just shut up. Amy, to shut up. What is this? The news? Uh, Excellent point. Excellent. Case in point. Thank you, sir. Uh, Ah, yes. So, yes, as I said, uh, Huawei gave it first place in the thing, and now it's out there. Congratulations. Uh, AI cameras get stronger all the time. But again, not real AI. Small victory, I guess. Yeah. 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 Another win for Great China. Yep. There's a win. Now we'll lock you up and starve you for the next five years. <laughs> and Jokes course, on you, bitches. The, uh, <laughs> the, the American way that we've figured it out is we just wear masks now everywhere. You just wear masks forever. And that way uh, nobody can identify you. Well, yeah. I can. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, stumbled across an old acquaintance on the uh, on the Twitters, and just uh, uh, last week, week before last, they were still uh, proclaiming the necessities of double masking. 
Like, wow. Dude, yeah. dude fuck that. Triple it. quad just you know quadruple match. Wrap yourself. I've got ace bandages, man. You just wrap it real fucking hard. You can't get anything through it. And then you'll pass out and die. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's good. And people it's easy. That. It's, uh, it's full foolproof. Oh, I got a I got a boots on the ground report. I went to a show in the city a couple days ago, San Francisco. The the was it a Broadway? It was a the opposite of a Broadway show. This theater <laughs> was like behind a Jack in the Box, and uh, there was like fifty people crammed into the space. It was at a piano bar in the seediest part of town, and we were in there. And you're watching the show, and it not everybody, so half the people were masked in the place, or I would say less than half, maybe. You're sitting at the bar, and you're drinking. Nobody at the bar is wearing a mask. You go into the show, and about half the people at the start of the show were wearing masks in the audience. There was a point, halfway through the show, I looked up, and I was the only person in the entire theater not wearing a mask. The only one. And everybody's they, like, that motherfucker's a dick. But nobody was guy. bugging me. Nobody gave me a stink eye. That's what that was the weirdest thing of all was that it was actually like okay, as nobody gave a shit. But everybody else, it was very bizarre that That's through weird, the show man. they kept finding masks. <laughs> like while the show was going on, people in their seats like they would find them. I don't know. It was. It's a, no do you think it's like a uh, phenomenon of? Uh, peer pressure or something like that where you know most of the people are sitting there and then they're like well i don't want to interfere you know I mean, I don't this is all what do you think yeah right I, yeah it's all i don't want to be i don't want to be that guy but i, I do want to be that guy uh, and I, I am that guy you know even at work i, 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 I am the man <laughs> i mean people don't like me because of it you know and they talk shit but I mean, my colleagues i work with closely they like me you know because we're we all kind of on <laughs> well, the that's all that matters. page but uh these these strangers come in you know and and they're they're idiots uh and they're dumb i think you know and well, just, i don't want to be that guy god they're like i don't know. want to be a trump supporter i'm like i don't want to be someone who wears a mask for no reason for no physical, real reason. You're doing this because, what, you're insecure? I don't understand. It doesn't do anything. It's okay. You guys weren't wearing them a minute ago. <laughs> it's not, you know, it doesn't, like, re-go uh, back and change the last two hours that we were all playing grab-ass at the bar, you know, now that you fucking put on a mask. Man, I, uh, I just, you know, just kind of going off the, flying off the cuff here, uh, but, um, I had a woman <clears throat> that um, I hired, and you know we do a lot of Broadway productions or where I work, and uh, you know they all want people to be vaccinated and mm. masculinated and all that. Um, and this woman's great, wonderful, experienced wardrobe, uh, uh, you know, costumer and all that. And and I was, you know, she's like, uh, you know. I uh, can't work because they, you know, requiring mask. And I was like, well, they're not, they're not even, you know, I, she said, well, I can't work because they're requiring mask. And, and I took it as, well, they're, um, I thought she was saying they're requiring a vaccination. And I was like, no, it's just, it's just mask. No big deal. And she said, no, I'm, I, I'm in a uh, test. 
where I'm not, I can't wear a mask. I can't be vaccinated. I can't wear a mask for like over a year. She's doing this, you know, study. And, um, and I was just like, I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is awesome. So we talked about it a, a lot. And, um, and I've been able to bring her in, you know, you know, for different calls because, you know, not everybody wears masks you know, and all that different tours come through. But, um, the, the funny, the interesting thing about it is that she she got back to me and um and said that other people that had hired her have just like wrote her off because of this, you know, and and, and let her go. And I and she said that I was the first person to actually ask her about the study and 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 have some interest in it, <laughs> you really? know, and 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 um and it was. I found that odd, you know. I think people are just scared to even talk about, you know, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Ooh. Maybe they were afraid that she would yell at them or, you know, get weird or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. Um, and I, I did. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what people are. You know what they would have to be upset over. She's actively participating in science. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't think that people. It's it's weird that people just would kind of like okay, and and you know maybe not hire her or something like that instead of talking about it. You know, mm. man, you have to forgive me. I just realized that this freaking weed I smoked really good. <laughs> 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 Quote Apology accepted. Oh no. yeah. I'm just like starting to talk and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, <laughs> <my goodness. laughs> damn, I need to smoke weed. Be high. <laughs> rock it, man. Uh, rock. Yeah. <laughs> this is some pure guava. Yeah. You might have to give him a level up, uh, Sir Booberry. A level up? Oh. <laughs> that kind of level up? Or this oh, one? Yeah. Oh, that one too. That one too, okay. That's the weed one. That's my bong hit one. <laughs> Which I haven't done. I haven't done a bong hit on the air for a, a while now. It has been a minute. It has been a minute. Yeah. What are you waiting on? I don't know. I don't know what I... Another what 99 episodes? Good point. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good point. Well, as uh, as you get that prepped, uh, I could maybe transition into some uh, some good news. I got uh-huh. I got something that I would like to shout out. A mutual friend of Monty and, and Malachi's and, and myself. Uh, he's an acting friend of ours. Uh, this gentleman is producing and starring in a movie called Condor's Nest. Doing the only thing that could unite us all together as one people. That would be tracking down escaped Nazis in South America and murdering them. <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'd, get, I'd have to know awesome. who this is. I th- it, yeah. It's got to be. Let me let me play you the trailer. How about that? We can take there a listen go. to did it. He, did he used to live with me? <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> Where the hell are we? 40 miles from Germany. 
My name is Colonel Martin Bach of the German Protection Squad. This is a bomber aircraft, yes? What was your target? I spent 10 years destroying anything that got between me and Colonel Bach. Who are you looking for? An SS officer. Where is he? In a compound called the Condos Nest. Don't shoot! They say the man who seeks revenge should dig two graves. Does your colonel deserve to die? Yes, he does. Lucky for you, I know how to fly a plane. Heinrich Himmler is dead. You're wrong. The real Himmler went into hiding. Recruiting German veterans into an elite army of spies and guards across the continent. There is a Jewish agent and an American trying to get to the Condor's nest. <laughs> did y'all catch it yeah hell yeah i did monty that sounds awesome oh it looks like you might have muted yourself again or you need to refresh oh no i got it working again oh that, that sounded great i'm really proud of him yeah our uh our guy jacob kahane uh, we all went to school together uh lived with each other in some capacity at one point or another uh, did a bunch of shows together. He's in this movie as the American dead set on getting revenge on. Oh my goodness. Mm. Jacob is going up against the motherfucking mummy from the Brendan Fraser, the mummy, uh, Arnold Vosloh. Oh my God. You're right. It's Emotep. <laughs> Emotep. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so what awesome. a cast. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, who Michael else is Arsene. in it? Yeah, Michael cool. Ironside. Um, it's directed by the same gentleman who uh, Jake was in Point Guard with. Point Guard was a uh, a movie they filmed set during the Vietnam War. I mean, Point uh, Man? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Point Man, yes. I got it wrong in the show notes. Damn it. I'm going to go back and fix that. Uh, Point Man. Um, the synopsis, American War veteran Will Spaulding, played by Jacob Kahane, has tracked the sadistic Nazi colonel who executed his bomber crew during World War II uh, down to a remote location in South America, but he is in for more than what he bargained for when he uncovers a secret Nazi hot headquarters known as the Condor's Nest. Uh, filmed in location in South America and the United States. Oh. Gotta put it on the list. Gotta put it on the list. It's on the list now. When's it coming out again? Uh, it is, oh, I don't know if I have the date here. I believe it's early 2023. Okay. I will put I want to say I heard something about February. That sounds accurate. Just barely gonna miss the Oscars. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's how these things go. It was, I think it was, uh, uh, it was on the billing for Cane's, uh, Cane's Film Festival. Um, can can just like tomato can can canes <laughs> canes film festival ah uh, is this canes france <laughs> canis <laughs> bonjour show me to canis france can i have a royale with cheese 
I'm looking for Harvey Winston. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look for Harvey. Harvey looks for you. <laughs> Mr. Weinstein's looking for you. Goodness. Dirty. I would find you in the shower. <laughs> very specific. You're in a very vulnerable position in the shower. It's a clever move on Harvey Weinstein's part. Was that what he like to do? Didn't he want them to watch him shower or something or bathe himself? I, I heard that was one of the stories. I'm yeah. sure one of uh, yeah. one of a many depraved. Yeah. Uh. So I'm. Um, yeah. I'll. I'll figure out the. Uh, the release date by the end of the episode tonight for sure and um get that back to you i just uh definitely wanted to shout that out it looks uh it looks like a lot of fun i mean what's what could be what more would you want than just hunting down nazis in south america it's an american pastime literally all i want to do <laughs> all i want for christmas i was i was born too Early to explore space and too late to kill Nazis in Argentina. Find the leftovers. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I would be curious to see if you'd want to come on and we could talk about it. Get a little behind the scenes on the production and how he developed the character. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. I think he'd have a lot of fun with that, too. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was that. Uh, how are you feeling on that bong grip there, lavish? No, oh, I haven't. No, I haven't been able to go and get it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I was uh, you know, I was attentive here. I can't be running around smoking weed somewhere <laughs> else. Got a show to do. <laughs> Good point. It was a test. <laughs> <laughs> Did I pass? Did I fail? <laughs> I do have uh, one other quick story we could maybe blast through uh, before we do an intermission here. If you so desire. I do desire. I, I'm curious to, to hear y'all's opinion on this. A Dutch substitute teacher was fired after it was discovered that he was showing elementary uh, school children horror and sci-fi films. Have them killed. He made them watch movies like The Exorcist and <laughs> District 9. Uh, admin and pol uh, police were contacted by the parents after the kids reported being forced to watch, quote, creepy movies. The seven to nine-year-old kids were showing these during their lunch breaks. The In the Netherlands? Exorcist, you know, I don't know. You know, <laughs> let, let a kid be a kid. <laughs> Exorcist is a little extreme. Yeah, for seven-year-olds, but uh, I don't know. I guess they're. Are you? Are, is that like why you're at school? Too. You know, is that why you're there to show the kids? The well, it, this is maybe? this is basically the plot to House of Rock or School of Rock, starring Jack Black. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Mean, okay. Yeah the the School of Schlock. This, school this, of Shock. Uh, one angry father said the children would, quote, run to the corridor to hide, and others would not return back to the classroom. Some children were reported as having nightmares. The children that complained were in turn mocked by the sub mercilessly. Nice. <laughs> Sounds like a just a stand-up dude. 
You know? That sounds like a great teacher. <laughs> awesome. A real hero and an educator. Uh, the sub told kids not to inform anybody of the films. and Or to- you will be murdered. <laughs> your, your mother's going to suck my cock in hell. <laughs> Don't you forget uh, it, you little shit. The, the sub told the kids not to inform any one of the films. And to prevent from getting caught, he had a rig. That would switch the movie over to something a little more kid-friendly, such as the Pink Panther, uh, whenever <laughs> another adult would walk into the room. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd frame shift. Oh, uh, yeah. oh that's- Change the channel, change the channel, change... And that's exactly what happened in School of Rock. They had that whole scene where they had to like do the quick teardown because the principals get ready to walk into the classroom. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, this is normal. This is fine. Yeah, and, and you know, rock and roll is the same as Satan. Satan. Yeah. Rock and roll is Satan's cock sleeve. <laughs> My goodness. You can say that, that on a show sponsored by something or other. Brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> sponsored by Pfizer. <laughs> oh, so America is Pfizer's cock sleeve. Pfizer. This punishment brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah, spank me, Pfizer. Uh, so that's all. all I got on that was that story. What, was that Norway? Is that what you said that was, or was that a uh, good old um, Dutch substitute? Dutch, yeah, Netherlands. Yeah, yeah. yeah there was always one cracked out teacher like doing weird crap with kids, <laughs> or or just like straight up like telling like weird. Like superstitions or lies or whatever. <laughs> okay, that, kids, it's movie time tonight. We're gonna watch Evil Dead. <laughs> I, I think I saw one. Uh, was, I can't remember if it was here in Georgia or somewhere in the south, but um, there was like a teacher, maybe a year or so ago, who got in trouble for like telling uh, around the same age, like probably like seven, eight years old, like grade school kids, uh, that Martin Luther King was like a. I don't know, I gotta paraphrase it, but I, I think if I remember right, she was like telling him like he was like some kind of domestic terrorist or something like that. <laughs> and, Jesus. <laughs> and then Saturday Night Live uh, joked about it on a weekend update and said, in the teacher's defense, Martin was the guy who kept running his mouth. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, we gotta, we, we can't have that. Somebody shut him up. Yeah. There's always, there's always one crazy teacher every year, though. It's not that. They're always, I don't know, it's always some teacher who punches a student or, I don't know, just someone just fed up with being a teacher and they start doing crazy shit. <laughs> you know what? I think it sucks. I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out in style. Instead of going postal, you go teacher. Right. Fucking done. Fuck all this. Do y'all hear about the teacher from Canada that wears the gigantic titties? You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, saw, I saw. I didn't read about it, but I think I saw a clip of it on some $2,000 uh, boltons. Looking yeah. unreal. It's, it's quite the pricey job. Those are not cheap, nor, nor light. I'm sure there's going to be a copious amount of back problems. Uh, yeah, if, sacrifices if this- must be made. <laughs> 
for the greater good. Yes. <laughs> Sacrifices must be made. Uh, so, yeah, do you, uh, well, let me back up here. No scream outs. All right. Well, then I believe it is time to go into intermission. Mm, okay, very well. We'll be right back after this quick intermission, second, second half of show, where, you know, we tend to get a little freaky. A little freaky. It's going to get a little weird. A little weird. I hope. A little weird. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Most definitely. Enjoy. Uh, but we'll be back. Of the 
Wait, wait a minute, though, Randy. I've got to ask you very seriously. Do you blame Mr. Jack Tunney, the distinguished president of the World Wrestling Federation, for Ricky Steamboat being the Intercontinental Champion today? In my moment of glory!
Christmas through the winter like Thank you. 
now return to Behind the Schemes. Starring Booberry, Berry, 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 And Lavish, 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 Lavish. Ah, such a smooth Christmas song for our, uh, for intermission there, Lavish. Well yeah, done. you had to throw it in there, you know. It's Christmas. Christmas is coming up. We're, our next show that we'll have will be post-Christmas. So, Oh, uh, yeah. It's very true. Well, welcome back to Behind the Schemes, episode 131. This is the second, second half of show. Oh, yeah. You know, it. it's uh, December 19th, 2022. It's currently 9, 10 p.m. here on the bereft coast, which means it's... Oh, wait, did I say 9, 10? Excuse me. It's 9, 11. Ah, that's it. That's right. Allow me to correct myself. Nine eleven here on the specific, which means that it is eleven eleven over on the central, and uh, it's twelve eleven on the east coast. So uh, happy holidays, everybody, and welcome back. Second, second half of show of episode one thirty one of Behind the Schemes. We're here with Malachi and Monty. Welcome back, fellas. Malachi and Monty are tomorrow. D- They're yes. gone. Yes. They're out of here. <laughs> you are in the now. future. Yep. It's crazy. You're listening to the future right now. And this is the part of the show where we like to take a moment and thank the people that help produce this show. And uh, we had a couple of people that uh, I would uh, that we should thank. Uh, Ned, Ned snuck in during the show with a PayPal donation of $33. Oh, Ned Ned. Thank you, sir. Very kind of you. Awesome. Hell yeah. I'm going to give him a little, uh, we're going to give him a five star rating. Yeah, he's a five star man. Yeah. <laughs> five stars for a five star guy. God damn. Agreed. <laughs> oh my. Uh, this is, this is pretty sexy. Uh, Servo and I were, and mostly Servo was working on, a HTML archive of all of the show notes. So now there's a there's a backup to uh, to the Substack. So you can go check it out. It's all saved uh, saved on our side with all of the show notes, all of the images. There's there's some YouTube stuff in there that's uh, that's been deleted by the users or the platform. Doesn't really matter. Have you ever come across something and you're like, oh, I'd like to see this video? I've got damn near everything saved so mm. just let me know i i will pull yeah. it up for you very cool i'm checking it out right now it's yeah, uh that's the source pretty neat or i can uh i can text this to you uh to to y'all if you want to check it out etsb sexy dot b dot sexy uh or actually let me let me the magic power of email <laughs> the electronic um, mail yeah, that was uh, that was one thing we started focusing hardcore on was just keeping uh, notes of all of the source material for stuff that we reference or talk about. It's quite fulfilling seeing this thick list of sources. Nice index. Uh, so thank you very much for that, Servo. We really appreciate that. Um, Thanks, Servo. Uh, thank you, Dane Bullyseed, for that groovy AI camera camo article. And uh Yes indeed. Thank you, Dame Dame B for the uh sweet article. Oh, actually I forgot to add him in there. Uh Fletcher got at me last night with a couple of ISOs. Notice the rough scaly texture. Ooh. 
I like it. Look at that lizard fuck. And, uh, ooh, I don't remember Rock the name. Scaly texture. Yeah, you know, I'll have to dig out the other ones. Um, so thank you for that one. And then, uh, because you know everything that Harvard says is true. <laughs> that was another one submitted. Thought it was quite funny. Uh, so yeah, if uh, if you would like to help produce this show, it is a value for value production. You can just head over to the website behindtheschemes.com, SCH3M3S. And uh, oh, we do have a merch store. Have y'all have y'all seen the the t-shirts that um, two of the producers have been making for us? Um, no, no, I'd love to see them. Oh or shit! Actually, just buy a couple. Let me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've seen them and they're great. Awesome. Yeah, they're in the link in the chat. Yeah, it's behindtheschemes.threadless.com or uh, behindtheschemes.shop. Should take you there too. Uh, with a little uh, little oh, URL yeah. redirect. Indeed. Um, Very good stuff. And I think uh, I think that that does it for all of the producer credits. So, uh, like I said, think uh, so too. Value for value. Uh, reach out and. Produce some public radio. Mm-hmm. The uh, I got a couple of clips. Um, I don't know if y'all would be interested in getting into them. Uh, there was the recent deplatforming of um. journalists on uh, on Twitter recently. Pizarro's getting at it. Um. <laughs> oh, and now he's got the knife. He had the hatchet. Um. <laughs> oh. Um. That's my favorite. The samurai chop. <laughs> Um. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Pitar uh, is currently um, viciously and mercilessly slaughtering goats in the green room right now. Um, every one of those goats that you just uh, heard be murdered um. is uh, Pitar's work. Pitar is a producer of this show coming in. Um, just He's switching between the three weapons now that we have at our disposal here. We have a knife, we have a hatchet, and we have a samurai sword, a katana. Uh, and I guess he just went between all three of them, just going around playing goats open <laughs> bit by bit. It's amazing. You, you've seen people juggle blades before, right? That's uh, that's Pitar. <laughs> Wherever you <laughs> see juggling blades, you'll see Pitar's face. Uh, Pitar wishes he had more hands. <laughs> More hands. Oh God. Let's um I suppose we should count them up. You know, actually I was I was digging back trying to find the first goat. Uh because this pile is so thick. Uh we probably just crossed over well, no. We're close to three hundred again. Um but there's a tarp underneath all of this. 
I don't know if you remember that, but we dragged it out the first night that we started bringing the goats in. Um, so it would be cool to get that tarp back after this is all said and done. Yeah. We should just have a, a closet full of tarps for this place. <laughs> Stack them. <laughs> just, you know, we, we go through them like tissue. Keep, keep bringing them out. Keep bringing them out. Because every week it's like, what, at least 12, 13 goats. I'm trying to count them up right now. One. Oh, let me. All right. All right. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Fourteen goats. Fourteen goats. Added to Pitar's count. Vicious. Disgusting. It's. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We're not worthy! We're scum! I just, uh, really ripped. Ripped up quite a bit of meat there. Why are you going to let this seven pounds of meat go to waste? Oh, there's more than seven pounds here, my friend. <laughs> so, what, uh, what we set up was whenever somebody sends a boost to the show, there's certain sound effects. The, the, the boost being that micropayment of Bitcoin, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's set up so that depending on which amount you send in it can trigger different sound effects so the 6666 is a boost in the goat which means you're going to pick up (laughs) some assortment of weaponry and get to work hacking away uh we got we got geiger counters yeah all sorts of stuff with 99.99 then you can put the goat back together again yeah uh, there's a gimp in the corner. Um, you can. Oh God! Shock the gimp. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna shock the gimp right now. Yeah. There's a. It's a. It's like a taser on a pole, and you reach out and just kind of, you know, spear him. It's. <laughs> it's been a labor of love. Indeed. Uh, I think we've actually passed over the thirty count for the. Um, <laughs> for the activities. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, if you want to see all of the different boostograms, the Gamatria boost and the uh, the audio boost, live is lit is the short way to get there. Um, and we'll take you to one of the Substack articles we wrote up where everything is listed. So get excited about that. It's also got some instructions on how to get involved if you are so curious. Goodness. Um. Curious, yes, Dirty. Got him. Wake up, Gabe. Wow. <laughs> wakey, wakey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carolyn had something funny to say tonight. I can't wait to go back and ISO it. It's perfect for a <laughs> call and response to the GIMP. Ah, uh, nice. Hog story. Live uh, every Monday night before the show. Oh. <laughs> Peter. We said 14 was one too many. Got a little carried away. (laughs) Put one back together again. Back of the line for you, buddy. Yep. You get a second chance. (laughs) You don't get the tarp tonight. A new leash on life, as they say. Indeed. Well, thank you, Pizar, and uh, thank you again to everybody that helps. Oh, Oh, nice. Nice. Decided to Diamond Davis real quick. Uh, she says BTS makes giving fun. Um. Be a fountain. 
77 sets. Well, Diamond Davis, Diamond David Lee Roth. Yeah, we got the 555. We got the 666. We got the 777-888-999. Almost got a, got a full full house right there. Yep. Six ones were exit, right? Uh, or, or I, should, I should say five ones. <laughs> yes. There's only five, one way to find out. Five ones will... Uh, <laughs> Don't, say no uh, more. Say no more, you'll, fam. You'll like this one. You'll like this one. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, liveislit.com. You can, it's like a little cheat sheet for everything. And uh, while uh, <laughs> Lavish counts out those ones, um, there was the big Twitter ban of journalists and uh, an account that followed his jet. Uh, this happened, what was it, last week? A couple of days ago. Four days ago, December 15th. And was this anything that y'all were familiar with, um, Monte or Malachi? Yeah, I've been saying it in the last couple of days. Well, I feel like you backed off there. I, I didn't quite catch what you were saying. Uh, I, I was just saying that I, I've been saying it in the thing most of the mm, still, not, still not coming through. I don't know if you turned your head or something. Oh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, sorry. I was too far from the mic. Um, yeah, but I was just saying that I, I've been seeing it uh, in the news for the past couple of days and... Um, yeah, Twitter is uh, pretty much like the the thing of the season right now in terms of uh, newsworthy headlines and memes and everything <laughs> and clusterfucks going on. <laughs> yeah, it's the never-ending shit show. Uh, I mean, and I, I give them credit for making it relevant again. And I've made it no question. I've never been a fan of the platform. I'm still like just kind of arms length away from it you know six feet social distance away from twitter um yep. use it very sparingly the um but the this aspect of the story of the journalist getting banned is only one part of this multifaceted uh thing that i've discovered for tonight uh and what kind of kicked this off was i had seen floating by somewhere on the interwebs uh, there was a new wikipedia article that had uh, been published and it was titled the thursday night massacre mm. <laughs> and it went into lengthy detail about the banning of nine journalists and uh the at elon's jet account and join Mastodon and a couple of other ones and uh currently this wikipedia article is scheduled for deletion there is a fascinating back and forth between the people in favor of keeping said article and people wanting to delete said piece of shit article um because what it is is just it's all references to articles that journalists wrote about themselves being banned from a platform that they had championed other people to be banned from for the past eight years nine years mm -hmm. And uh, there's a little bit of reeling going on. People, there's been a huge influx of new users to the Fediverse and Mastodon.social specifically, and you know, some of these other bigger um, Fediverse instances and servers and whatnot. Uh, there's some really kind of <laughs> out of touch people uh, flooding their way in. I'd seen one um, one person boasting about almost reaching a thousand followers at Macedon.social and they felt it was a, a milestone because they were one of the, 
They were one of the first people to surpass a thousand followers on the Fediverse, something that's been around for 16 years at this point. Um, and it's just nonstop. It's a nonstop deluge of people fleeing this platform and bringing their ten, uh, Twitter tendencies to this new new spot. But uh, one of those one of those newcomers is a journalist by the name of Taylor Lorenz, who was recently in headlines for providing the location of the uh, Libs of TikTok Twitter account, and there was some. Uh, there, I don't remember what the other thing recently was. Maybe it was just the Libs of TikTok doxing. Uh, but regardless, Taylor Lorenz was one of these journalists that got banned off the platform, and. I want to just uh, play you a quick snippet of her response and pay attention at the end for the sort of, uh, how do I, you'll just have to hear it for yourself. Hey guys, the rumors are true. I have been permanently suspended by Twitter. I was given zero reason, only had three tweets on my account. Two of them were promoting my other social media channels, um, which you guys should follow. Taylor Lorenz at Instagram.com, TaylorLorenz.Substack.com. Have a new YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I was suddenly logged out. I just had those two tweets and a tweet where I asked Elon for comment today, revealing zero information. Um, Super crazy. Uh, Elon seems to be banning anyone he disagrees with, and I certainly um, didn't violate any terms that I was aware of. So um, that's the story right now. But follow me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much every other social media. I'm just at Taylor Lorenz. <laughs> and I'm here with my fellow band user, Ryan Mack. You know, once you get banned, you have these kind of meetups. Um, and so we're at our local meetup. <laughs> <laughs> There's me. Oh, what I, verbiage these people use! It's, it's like a party. Use, huh? It's it's exactly like a party. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> um. So i I thought that was I thought that was uh, an interesting way to phrase it. I mean i've I've never went and shit posted and was like, oh no, I got banned. I should go find other people that I've been banned with and hang out together. But then again, I'm. I'm uh I'm just not in that realm of reality, I suppose. Uh, folks like Taylor or other journalists live in, and that journo.host is a, <laughs> it's crazy. It's I just want. Oh, to point- it's one of the most uh, like spooky instances of all, filled with with people of uh, strange character. Yeah, um, left leaning, of course. It's uh, Adam from No Agenda has brought it up damn near every episode. I feel like since he came back from his mouth surgery, the uh, the the flight or the instance itself or the instance itself. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. The, the well, the guy that you brought that one day, who's that journalist that you brought? Adam Davidson. One? Yeah. Adam Davidson. He was he. That was the one that he was on, right? No, he was on. Um, Adam Davidson was working with another gentleman. His name escapes me at the moment. Uh, it's the uh, this other journalist, the one that Adam's been um, name dropping fairly consistently. Um, it wasn't Journo. It was a different Journo. It was a different Journo, but he worked with Adam to set up that instance. Oh, I see. Yeah. They went. They went. And made their own. They went. And dug their own damn hole. Mm-hmm. I see. I guess I should clarify for y'all the 
the Fediverse is a social media platform that has an open, what, what would you call it? Communication protocol. Uh, so essentially I'd just call it a fake Twitter. That's what I would call it. An open source, fake Twitter. And, and uh, lots of porn. anime, and lots of anime and lots of porn and lots of different like branches. You have to, you have to, Figuring out, you got to figure out your own way of getting through all these different branches and seeing like you're building your own community, but then also accessing the the overall federated <laughs> universe. And I just go to Spook Social. That's it. Yeah, there you go. That's the best one. Why go anywhere else? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How right you are. Indubitably. <laughs> um. So I do have a follow up. Clip, um, that kind of gets more into the reaction because um, what I feel is happening right now is there's a subset of people who Twitter is integral to their daily functions and they are reeling from just a, uh, just a smidgen of the same treatment that they had uh, not all but enough people had been advocating for the past X amount of years. Um, they're not, they're not having a good reaction to it. And uh, this next clip is continues on just like how, how far their reaction goes. Hold me closer in. <laughs> it's getting dark. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Annie M to little yeller out. <laughs> Tell Tony Tim I won't be coming home this Christmas. <laughs> Tell Scarlet I do give it him. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> True to life, that happened. It's the only way you're going to get an Oscar is if you can fart on cue. <laughs> exact. Tom Cruise farts on cue. Farts on cue. Peas and farts at the same time on camera. A great talent of our time. Very impressive. Learned it from Elron himself. Elron. Mm-hmm. Elron Hubcap. Yeah. What I know as a as, yeah. as a baby, uh, Tom Cruise was under the tutelage of L. Ron Hubbard. Of uh, L. Ron tutelage, nice. You know, uh, learning the secret arts of how to fart and pee at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of transmissions from outer space. Let me just say uh, that's how radio was invented. <laughs> Did I have you catch the Paul Dano uh, Hot Ones interview? No, I did. Yeah, it was pretty good. Though. He got asked about, because he's farted in a couple of movies himself, he got asked, like, what, what was his favorite, like, on-screen farting moment? <laughs> uh, he has actually farted in a lot of movies. Now that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about getting typecast. Right. <laughs> I think he said Swiss Army Man was his favorite one. <laughs> 
That was a great movie. It was. Daniel Radcliffe's finest hour. Definitely. <laughs> I would agree. I, I very much enjoyed that one. Yeah, easily outside of the uh, Otterverse. Yeah, it definitely stands out. Oh, yeah. Paul Dano riding, riding him like a jet ski as he farts off into the ocean. <laughs> it's like fucking doing 30 knots on Cinematic farts. Cinematic gold. It's awesome. Well, I got uh, some responses from uh, from the journalists. Uh, quote, didn't post anything remotely controversial today uh, or any time recently. Uh, quote, while my reporting may not have been provided, uh, excuse me, while my reporting may not have provided the direct impetus for my suspension, it's clear Musk has take, uh, was taking aim specifically at journalists who have covered him critically. Uh, quote, unless the policy is that you criticize uh, Elon and you get banned. And one former Twitter employee accused him, saying, we have to acknowledge you are using the same exact link blocking technique that you have uh, criticized as part of the Hunter Biden New York Post story in 2020. So they're accusing him of using the same link blocking technology that they utilized for the Hunter Biden story. Like we've seen this before. Oh, we know this trick. Oh, you think you're so clever? <laughs> we did this. With, oh, we did this with Hunter. Oh, oh, oops. Oh, Ugh, it's. I'm. I'm. I was even a, a little reluctant to to bring this. The only thing that I found highly amusing, for the most part, out of this was the Thursday night massacre heading. I ended up having to go dig to find the original article because now it's been changed to December 15th, 2022 Twitter suspensions. Um, so that's a uh, that little screenshot right there. That's a piece of history. <laughs> got memory hold. I even got an archived version of the original article. If you want it. Uh, definitely. Uh, it's, it's right here in the, in the show notes. This is corner. Look at that. It's on the behind the schemes site and everything. Mm-hmm. That's the way you got to do it. Nice. Now, in tandem with that, I did find an interesting article titled How Bitcoin Helped Me Escape a Doomsday Cult. <laughs> By joining another? Uh, you know, they they do acknowledge that to some Bitcoiners, uh, especially the maximalists, they do give off the appearance that they are in a cult. Um, but he, he makes arguments as to why he doesn't feel that is the case. Uh, granted, he was coming from a hardcore doomsday cult, fire and brimstone. God's going to come down and strike Armageddon on everybody, uh, all the sinners and the dirty folks and all that shit. It's a it's an interesting article. I mean, it's kind of more or less the same in terms of, you know, this guy tries to leave the cult, gets divorced from his wife, family and friends from said cult shun him, and ends up finding a, a new wife later on. Um but there was some uh, there's some neat points that I just want to highlight here as we transition into the final segment of this um, quote. Trust has always been abused, and this is sorry. This is in regards to Bitcoin and uh, the fiat currency system. Trust has always been abused, even if only by a small minority. But all it takes is a minority of people abusing and misusing your trust to cause you and everyone else who trusts them grave harm. So don't trust, verify. And what he's talking about is just the the nature of Bitcoin and you don't have to rely on trust of a 
third party. You don't have to rely, uh, put any trust in something like the Federal Reserve. You know, you can verify that, you know, this person sent me X amount of Bitcoin and it's going to be this amount of Bitcoin and it's always going to be worth its weight in Bitcoin, uh, which is it's neat. I like it. I mean, it's uh, fiat is money by decree. He claims fiat currency, no permission necessary, i.e., you know, printer machine go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got JB. Yeah. Guitar. It's, yeah. it's that one. Three, it's four, the one on the one on the one. Yeah. That was uh, five ones coming in from Pitar saying, I'm not in a cult. Said every <laughs> cult member ever. <laughs> Be a curio caster. So true. So uh, true. It's funny because it's true. Um, Bitcoiners are people who, and this is the author speaking, uh, P- Bitcoiners are people who, like me, have escaped the cult, uh, the cult of fiat. And I would, I, I don't think it would be too far of a stretch to say that I think uh, some of the folks that utilize Twitter in a, in a deep capacity are somewhat um, cultish. A pinch. Yeah. I, I mean, that's not too I don't far. Think it's a stretch at all. Yeah. It's, it feels like a very normal statement to make. Uh, and Servo points out exactly the best cults make you a member without you even realizing. Yeah, I mean... I feel like that same basis could go along with almost every. Oh, I you gotta get up on that on the mic there. Yeah, I uh, I was just stating that. Like, yeah, I mean, that's I feel like that's a common trend with like any social media where someone is just dedicating so many you know hours per day and week, uh, just constant constantly you know being there with their friends or virtual friends doing their thing. Staying on the hype train, always on the yeah. edge of what's breaking. Yeah, I mean, social media is addicting, so in a sense, yeah. I mean, when you start uh, getting to the point where all these people are your close friends and such, or you feel that way, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I also, I don't think You're it would be. In. I don't think it would be a stretch to say that fiat currency is addicting too. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, the most addicting, the most mm-hmm. addictive. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, Is it used in gambling? Well, just, you know, like, oh, I gotta I gotta get to my job, make sure that all my bills are paid, I gotta get, you know, money in savings, or, you know, uh, just gotcha. the, the constant having to work towards providing a living for yourself. Right. Um, and, you know, you're you're fighting this crushing force known as inflation, where uh some suits behind the money printer can remotely devalue your currency, what you need to sustain your, um, sustain yourself through rent, food, so on and so forth. But they right. can sit there and pump up the, the, the volume of money and, and they just devalue it on your side. Well, unfortunately, yeah, all you got to do is get another job and now you just, now you're at 60 to 90 hours a week working, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not that hard. Yeah. Everyone's doing it. And this is, this is where the article really caught my attention because, uh, the author references an allegory called Plato's cave, 
which I thought was very interesting. There's some there's some neat points made in this uh, in this little ditty that that Plato wrote up. Um, is there? Yeah, is anybody familiar with this Plato's Cave? Oh yeah, the Thanks. shadows. Yeah, the shadows. Mm-hmm. Some shadow shout outs on that tarot card tonight earlier too. Oh, I should put the you are here forever meme, Cthulhu meme in the uh, notes. Do it. Do it. Do it. But for those who don't know, maybe give them a little little intel on it. Uh, so a little backstory on this. Uh, this comes from Plato's work, The Republic or Republic. Um, mm-hmm. Plato proposed that there was two worlds, the world of senses in flux and unreliable. Uh, and then there's the second world, timeless, unchanging, made of eternal ideas and forms. Plato said truth is knowledge of both of these worlds. So we get a little bit of uh, kind of Aleister Crowley, uh, as above, so below type mantra, you know, for every equal and, uh, oh God, help me out for every equal and uh, opposite for every reaction. action equal but opposite yes thank you <laughs> that's the one um and this, baby this story was told in the form uh was told as a conversation between socrates and plato's brother and we will get into this first clip this is a treat uh not only did i find a version of this uh that's vintage but it is narrated by none other than orson welles Hell yeah, my guy. This is the guy. Now, we're going to take a journey into a cave where people are chained to the floor and and forced to stare at a wall. Their entire existence is to stare at this wall. Their heads unmoving, eyes fixed to front. There is a flame behind said prisoners with a little platform on top. And people come and, and... uh, almost perform in, so- in in front of the fires, projecting the shadows in front of the prisoners, and the prisoners. This is the only thing that they know is these shadows. Uh, so we'll get into this first clip. Let me show in a parable to what extent our nature is enlightened or unenlightened. Envision human figures living in an underground cave with a long entrance across the whole width of the cave. Here they have been from their childhood and have their legs and necks chained so that they cannot move and can only see before them, being prevented by the chains from turning their heads around. Above and behind them, a fire is blazing at a distance. which the fire throws on the opposite wall of the cave. For how could they see anything but the shadows if they were never allowed to move their heads? Between the fire and the prisoners, there is a raised way and a low wall built along the way like the screen which puppet players have in front of them over which they show the puppets. Do you see men passing along the wall, carrying all sorts of articles which they hold projected above the wall? Statues of men and animals made of wood and stone and various materials? A 
of the objects which are being carried in like manner, they would only see the shadows. And if they were able to converse with one another, would they not suppose that they were naming what was actually before them? And suppose further that there was an echo which came from the wall. Would they not be sure to think when one of the passers-by spoke that the voice came from the passing shadows? To them, the truth would be literally nothing but the shadows of the images. I love that. The truth will be nothing but the shadow of the images. The shadows are the only tangible thing that they have to craft reality from. How depressing. (laughs) Wait a minute. So you're saying that Plato knew that the earth was flat? That the firmament was real? (laughs) Oh, goodness. It was bad radio. (sighs) I'm not saying that he didn't, but I'm also not saying that he didn't say that. That he didn't not. That he did not not say that. Um, and, of course, I, I think you could easily swap out uh, the shadows in this story for television, social media. I mean, anything, really. Anything that uh, is such a uh, consuming... Um, it's a, it's a, it's like fan fiction almost, like with politics or with, say, a pandemic or something. People get so wrapped up in the story of it and the ongoing kind of theater of it, it consumes them. And if you don't know this very arbitrary, very specific knowledge that they take for granted as like their whole reality, then you're you're uninformed. You're dangerous. So you're dangerous for not participating in this dance that they're doing. Well, this next clip, uh, we'll see one of the prisoners actually escape his conditions and what happens to him as he uh, leaves this cave that he was imprisoned in. Um, Watch him get dazzled. (laughs) Watch him realize it was all an illusion. And now look again and see what will naturally follow if one of the prisoners is released. At first, when he is liberated and compelled suddenly to stand up and turn his head round and look towards the light, all this would hurt him and he would be much too dazzled to see distinctly those things whose shadows he had seen before. And then conceive someone saying to him that what he saw before was an illusion. But that now, is approaching nearer to reality and his eyes turn toward more real existence, he has a clearer vision. What will be his reply? And you may further imagine that his instructor is pointing to the objects as they pass and requiring him to name them. Will he not be perplexed? Will he not think that the shadows which he formerly saw are truer than the objects which are now shown to him. Uh, the cave and its shadows are the world of the sense, like we were just talking about at the beginning of this uh, little segment. Um, and as he approaches above ground and he's looking around and he's witnessing all this stuff, uh, he's, he's, he's become illumined, right? He is now witnessing the fire. He's having this intelligence. He's having this this uh, coming to. He's seeing the sun for the first time. His eyes have been opened. 
the prisoner. Finally. Yeah, finally. Finally, man. Jesus. Nice. Uh, quote, most people are only aware of the shadows and not the real world. Uh, of course, the prisoners being the shadows. This is because they assume knowledge of the senses and not of the forms. And most people live in ignorance as a result. And it looks like we might have lost connection to the, to the BTS. Oh, there it goes. BTS stream is back. Um, the prisoner escaping is a reflection of the soul rising from the sensible realm to the realm of ideas. You know, this idea of you're climbing out of a mountain, you're climbing up the incline, you're climbing up the mountain to re- to achieve this higher peak, right? Um, and uh, one of the sources that I found uh, one, uh, in the breakdown said that it, everyone can know the truth. Enlightenment is challenging. Uh, those who see the world to form will reject the old reality and want to know more about the truth. And the majority are in chains in the cave and can even be hostile towards those who have seen the true nature. This is because true nature contradicts with the only reality they know, i.e. the shadows on the wall. Mm. Uh, which I, you know, I, I think that's, uh, I, I like that. I mean, I, I don't like like it, but... Right. To, to There's ha- some truth to it, you know? Yeah, to have this sort of um, knowledge or perspective, like, I, I do not see things... Uh, the same way that you do, but because I have this difference, because I have seen something that is a, like it's it's got me all stirred up. There's this Mr. Smith program that gets executed inside of people, you know, Mr. Smith dot exe. Mm-hmm. Um, I got uh, the next clip. Uh, you know, we get into climbing out of the mountain to witness the sun. Uh, nothing but reality is before his eyes in the upper world. He's going to see reflections in the water, the stars in the sky, and um, the moon and whatnot. Uh, first see, then reason. And then we'll, we'll come back to the prisoners. And suppose once more that he is reluctantly dragged up a steep and rugged ascent and held fast until he is forced into the presence of the sun himself. When he approaches the light, his eyes will be dazzled, and he will not be able to see anything at all of what are now called realities. He will require to grow accustomed to the sight of the upper world. And first he will see the shadows best. Next, the reflections of objects in the water, and then the objects themselves. Then he will gaze upon the stars and the spangled heavens and the light of the moon. He will see the sky and the stars by night. Last of all, he will be able to see the sun. And not mere reflections of it in the water, but he will see the sun in its own proper place and not in another. And he will contemplate the sun as it is. Will he not then proceed to argue that it is the sun who gives the season and the years and is the guardian of all that is in the visible world and in a certain way the cause of all things which his fellows have been accustomed to behold? Clearly he would first see the sun and then reason about it. 
when he remembered his old habitation and what was the wisdom of the cave and his fellow prisoners, do you not suppose that he would bless himself for the change and pity them? I love that background music. You gotta have the classic uh, 50s pan flute in there. Sounds really good. It's pretty Satan-y, all things considered. Reminds me of Looney Tunes. Yeah? Yeah, I can see that. Got that same feeling to it. I feel like you could have, like, an animated... This whole thing could be animated. It Well, funny you mentioned that. You just that. need Bugs Bunny. This thing yep. is animated. <laughs> it well, really there is. You go. That sounded like it. Nailed it. Did I miss something? I was looking at the notes. I didn't realize this whole thing. It's, it's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Plato's Cave animated version. I also found a version that's done in claymation, if you'd rather see that one. <laughs> wow. Claymation. And yeah, stop motion clay. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Animated version. Here it is. Yep. The, uh, the claymation one is listed at the bottom of that section. Uh, the title of the video is The Cave an adaption of Plato's allegory in clay. In clay. Oh. Uh, we got cool. we, we got two more clips from these. The um this next one is shorter. It's uh it's what happens when the prisoner returns uh to said cave. And uh there's a quote here at the end that I that I appreciated. And if they were in the habit of conferring honors among themselves on those who were the quickest to observe the passing shadows and to remark which of them went before and which followed after and which were together and who were therefore best able to draw conclusions as to the future. Do you think that he would care for such honors and glories or envy the possessors of them? Would he not say with Homer, better to be the poor servant of a poor master and to endure anything rather than think as they do and live after their manner. I got a little ahead of myself, but um, uh, that one was more so discussing the people in the cave being able to tell what was going to be coming up next from the shadows because they had so intently been watching it and they could give themselves prizes for being able to accurately guess what was going to appear next on the wall. Whereas the the man up top, like, what does it matter if he was able to win these awards now? Like, there's this whole other world that I can go play around in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these these awards are fake. The the Oscars are fake. <laughs> the points are made up, and the rules don't matter. The Oscars exist literally because the movie studios didn't want to pay actors, so they, and, and crew, and people who worked on films. So they just gave them shiny trophies instead. Put them on TV. That was good enough. And gave them some liquor and a lunch. You like me. You love you really me. Love <laughs> you really you like me. And the award for best shadow goes to me. You. <laughs> All of you. All of you. Well, it goes to Shadow Band. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what this one is, but they're just like shadow people walking around. Oh, there you go. Uh, shadow people, am I right? 
The uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You can't say that on the air. <laughs> I will. It scare me. Oh my god! <laughs> Leave me alone. Can't be can't be talking about shadow people like that. Only every once in a while. I'm like, God damn! Leave me alone. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> but not all the time. Just enough. Uh, this last one, uh, this is where he actually returns to the cave. And, uh, you know, there's a potential for it not to end well for him. Imagine once more such a one coming suddenly out of the sun to be replaced in his old situation. Would he not be certain to have his eyes full of darkness? And if there were a contest of measuring the shadows, and he had to compete with the prisoners who had never moved out of the den, while his sight was still weak, and before his eyes had become steady, wouldn't they all laugh at him and say he had spoiled his eyesight by going up there? That it was better not to even think of ascending? And if anyone tried to release another and lead him up to the light, let them only catch the offender, and they would put him to death. Got him. Got him. Dead. It is the task <laughs> of the enlightened, not only to ascend to learning and to see the good, but to be willing to descend again to those prisoners and to share their troubles and their honors. Get to go back Whether down to the cave. Whether they are worth having or not. And this they must do, even with the prospect of death. Heavy. They shall give of their help to one another. Never romantic. Wherever each class is able to help the community. Well, that's some communist gobbledygook at the end there, but I liked it overall. <laughs> uh, I liked him talking about bad eyesight. Well produced. I know I wasn't literally talking about like your failing eyesight, but I was thinking of phones. And if you look at your phone all day long, your whole life, you know, the the toll that that takes on your eyes. And your Somehow, posture. And your posture, of course. Your habits your, of consuming media. Your mind, your, your attention uh, span. What were we talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about? What? My hearing? What would you say? Why? Was that my what? conscience? <laughs> I am Jack's shriveled conscience. Huh? What? Oh, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this animation. It looks like uh, it's like a schoolhouse rock type thing, like early 60s, mid 60s. Very much so. Ooh. The uh, I'm glad you brought up that the uh, with the eyes and the screens and the whatnot, because I, I I do have one last clip to tie kind of everything together. All right. This is a show that I never watched. I believe it's an X Men related X Men universe TV show on FX called Legion. All right. Um, and they actually had a little. Uh, this is just a snippet from the full clip. Um, but I it. It came up in one of the episodes, uh, and, and here's what they had to say about it. Now what if, instead of being in a cave, you were out in the world, except you couldn't see it? 
trusted that the world you saw through the prism was the real world. But there's a difference. You see, unlike the allegory of the cave, where the people are real and the shadows are false, here, other people are the shadows, their faces, their lives. This is the delusion of the narcissist, who believes that they alone are real. Their feelings are the only feelings that matter, because other people are just shadows. And shadows don't feel. Because they're not real. Punk. I.E. shadow banning. As one of many examples. Shadow ban everybody in your mind. <laughs> I did that to somebody one time. <laughs> they weren't super thrilled about it. I will pretend like you don't exist to your face. <laughs> I will avoid all confrontation with nobody that is standing right here in front of me. <laughs> Back in the day, they challenged you to do a duel for something like that. <laughs> Fight me. Do it. Flintlocks. That was John Hamm, too, right? Yes, it was. Who all was right. also in the uh, Black Mirror, which there's a lot. Yeah, of- I love that episode. A lot of parallels, I feel like. It's a job only a madman would take. (laughs) 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 Uh, Through all of this, um, it actually reminded me of a Bill Hicks gag, or joke, I should say, uh, where he's talking about, you turn on the news and it's all war, death, disease, famine. But then you look outside and it's a beautiful blue day. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I, I have it here if y'all want to take a quick listen to it. Up to y'all. Sure. Go for it. I just don't fit in, man. I don't fit in anywhere. That's my problem. You know my problem? I watch too much news. I don't know if you've ever, ever, ever sat and watched CNN longer than, say, 20 hours in one day. <laughs> I've got to cut that out. You ever watch CNN headline news for any length of time? It's the most depressing fucking thing you will ever do. War, famine, death, AIDS, homeless, recession, depression. War, famine, death, AIDS. Then you look out your window, it's just... Where is all this shit happening, man? Ted Turner is making this shit up. Jane Fonda won't sleep with him. He runs to a typewriter. By 1992, we will all die of AIDS. Read that on the air. I don't get laid. Nobody gets laid. I mean, I'm writing Jane Fonda. Will you fuck this guy so we can get some good news, please? I want to see a well-laid Ted Turner newscast. Hey, it's all going to work out. Here's sports. A big uh legend that's a great bit i i think Uh. that i think that pairs well like a nice chianti some fava beans yeah i think i'll eat his heart delicious ah there it is there you go (laughs) so like oh where's my button for the brave and courageous oh eat it eat it eat it eat it um 
so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much the the wrap on um the Thursday night massacre, the shadows on the wall, the shadows on the internet. Um I just, you know, throughout it all, I just I feel like I'm and this is not going to be any sort of <laughs> jaw-dropping revelation. I just, you know, I think there's a lot of disconnected folks out there. I know, yeah. stunning. They get, they, yeah, people get cut up. I bet you when the printing press was first invented, like, man, these kids, they read too much. Why trying yeah. to read that word? All these kids, they're not out there living life, dying from diseases and milking cows. They're in there reading. Like losers. Oh, uh, time to read the Bible. Time to go to church. <laughs> yeah, you want to read a book, do you? <laughs> I got a book you can read. Only th- <laughs> I got, I got Bibles. That's it. I, I got a fucking book you can read, buddy. <clears throat> Reading and bettering himself like some asshole over there. I know. <laughs> Look at this clown. This jackass over here. <laughs> yeah. Bet you think you're gonna go get a decent job after all that piece of shit. <laughs> oh god damn it. I'm gonna start a family, damn it. Give me eighty six thousand dollars. Fuck you. <laughs> Equals cash money. Uh profit. You should go into uh college admin administration. Make the big bucks. Be the change that you want to see in this world. That's where all the money's going these days. That's your campaign slogan right there. <laughs> you gotta love it. You have got to love it. Run your whole, run the whole country like a college uh, administrative building. There we go. That's a <laughs> lot of donations. <laughs> I'm checking through the uh, screen line. Uh, we got two text messages from said texter said local kids dot 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 i went to several shows oh they were good shows anonymous texter yes you deserve good shows if it was a bad show then tell your enemies yes <laughs> and uh we got we got a scream out here oh nice fire it up <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> Burned himself at the end. Oh, careful there, Special Agent Dr. Sir Mike Crotch. Yeah, don't call while you're while you're cooking your steaks, man. You don't want to get burned, do you? No. <laughs> no. Nope. No spook wants to get burned. You don't want to get blasted all over the interwebs like that one Russian spy did. The redhead. And you look at her and she's like, oh, yeah, she does look like a spy. <laughs> Looks like motherfucking Black Widow. That's a spy. Did you see uh, Putin's uh, propaganda lady? Uh, she took a selfie with Elon at the World Cup. Ooh, no. Yeah, that happened like, uh, when was the World Cup? Yesterday? Day before yesterday? But yeah. Nice. Yeah, Putin's uh, propaganda lady <laughs> was with Elon <laughs> for a selfie, I mean. It's a big club. And you, uh, you ain't in it. Oh, I'm seeing it right now. It's funny. I'm in it. Holy Saudi guys. This guy's in it. He's in the system. (laughs) I'm Uh, on Twitter, bitch. (laughs) There is. I have no no doubt that uh, Musk is in on the take. 
And I think on a if you take a step back and and uh, just consider that all of this visceral reaction that people are having, this is the type of stuff that he's looking for. So you know why? Uh, agree. Why? Why feed it? Why give this man free they can't rent? Help themselves. It's yeah, man. It's the. I I think it's just that's the form of entertainment now that people are accustomed to. Oh yeah, there's no doubt. <sighs> oh, there's no doubt. It's just it a, it's tiresome to a degree, but at least we can I mean, find. Look, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was just I, I'm just glad that we can find cool allegories from thousands of years ago. Yeah, that uh, show that it's nothing really new. Allegedly, son. Um, but that that's all the material that I brought for tonight. Um. I don't, uh, Lavish, did you have anything else? Uh, no. No, I think that that's, uh, adequate. You got any, no more scream mails, you said? That is correct. Well, I think that that's perfectly fine. I mean, if people wanted to call, they could call us at 612-263-7999. Uh, but, uh, you know, if not, wrap it up. Yeah, thank you guys for, uh, joining us tonight. Really appreciate it. I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen. Yeah, seriously. Um, we're going to have to do it again real soon, too. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Um, and thanks for coming on. Anytime. Yeah. If y'all uh, are ever feeling frosty, come hang out with us on the in the chats for sure. I don't know. Yeah, definitely, man. Um, but Hit yeah. the chats. Y'all got uh, anything coming up that uh, you'd want to plug or anything like that? Uh, not at the moment, but I'm sure by next Monday I'll have something to add for you. Sweet. How about you, Malachi? No, nothing nothing right now. Just, uh, you know, doing the Christmas thing. Oh, Christmas tree. I'm sure there'll be something in the future. Something to release new music at some point. Nice. Yeah, yeah we gotta get you on that uh, streaming Bitcoin for music train. Nice. It's so easy. It is so easy. <laughs> it is. You're going to, I'm going to, you're going to do this. And you're going to be like, this is so easy. And I'm going to be like, yeah, cause it is easy. <laughs> so easy. It is. It is so incredibly easy. I, I just, I look forward to the day those dams start breaking. I've been planting a lot of seeds with uh, other shows, trying to help get them onboarded into the, nude podcast apps you know uh and that's we didn't say it on this uh episode for tonight but seriously if you're listening to this show in apple or spotify you are actively denying yourself parts of the show you won't see any of the additional art that we do for the chapters you won't get the fun transcripts uh the clips none of it none of it shows up it's no good that's lame. i know that's why you gotta go to nudepodcastapps.com and uh, get yourself a new one today, or tonight, or tomorrow. Do it tonight. Do it tonight. Do it right now. Right now. <laughs> Nudepodcastapps.com. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back at it, I believe, next Monday. And uh, the following Monday is when we're going Day gonna, after Christmas. The day after Christmas. Are you going to be here for that one? I will be, I believe, yes. Nice. Maybe maybe we can do something a little festive to uh, yeah. mark, mark the occasion. 
Yeah, we'll uh, we'll burn uh, the Christmas tree or something. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stream like it. Fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Get get liquored and burn the tree. It's a Christmas tradition. Ooh. You know, <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, I believe I would be off the following day, so we could do a nice <laughs> liquored up stream. <laughs> it's been a oh, minute. That, all right. Eggnog and whiskey. <gasps> it's happening. Be still, my beating heart. <laughs> I, too, love the eggnog. Excellent. And, and I will. It, it's settled. I will drink it till. My brain isn't fucking working. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, you got anything else, Lavish? Yeah, that's it for me, buddy. Alright! That's it for me, Rubber Jackie. That's a big old 10-4 there. I was not able to find the release date for Condor's Nest. Uh, at least it wasn't posted on the IMDB, so I don't know. Uh, just, uh... Keep it in the back of your brains, I suppose. And when I find a link for it, I'll be sure to share it with y'all so you can check it out. Yeah, it's on the official sure. list. So maybe Jake does out there. Oh yeah, I mean that would that, he would be the source of truth for this matter. As, as it goes, the uh, oh, I was gonna say the um. January 2nd, that's going to be another Monday, and we're going to have Dad and Cool Boy Mew and Ricky from Prometheus.Systems on the show to have our uh, State of the Fediverse conversation. Fediverse? What's that about? Yeah, it's going to be like a a board meeting. Yeah, almost. The Fediverse is the... uh, it's the social platform that our spook.social uh, Mastodon instance is set up with. It's, okay. It's, uh, you remember signing up for No Agenda Social way back in the day? Yeah, I do. That's that's the Fediverse. Okay. Yeah, the, the stuff you saw posted on there. Gotcha. Well, we like to end this show by signing off with our respective names. And the way we do that is, I've been Booberry, Black Knight of the Mothman. And I am still lavish. I'm Malachi. Later. commercial you're off the artistic roll call every word you say is suspect you're a corporate whore and uh end of the story this isn't a fucking ad for real why the fuck am i supposed to find moonbeams bitch r.i.p r.i.p bro notice the rough scaly texture tear it down reagan smash reagan smash Reagan Sleepy. Sponsored by Pfizer. I'm the public radio now. Find us at BehindTheSchemes.com with threes for ease. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. 
so yeah, I've witnessed the serpent swallow the egg. Oh yeah, behind the scenes you're calling yourself. Oh yeah.